0: Hello, my praying people. You are listening to the Prayer Clinic podcast, and I'm Leanne McCoy, your host. On this podcast, we're going to unpack the mystery of prayer. Along the way, your faith will be strengthened and your relationship with Christ will be taken to new levels. Prayer is the most powerful tool we have as believers, but far too few of us know where to even begin in exercising and using this powerful tool. Let's take this journey together and experience what happens when we pray.
1: Hello, prayer clinic friends. We are so glad you're here. Throughout today's episode, you will hear background noise, and we did our best to edit it out. Please hang on, keep listening, because this story is too good not to share. Thank you for your patience and enjoy the episode.
0: So here we are with Noelle this afternoon, and Noelle is Lucy's mother, and I want to encourage you all, if you've not listened to Lucy, share her story. Uh, I think we're calling it something like when homesickness becomes chronic, Uh, really her story about going off to college and then having just normal homesickness, and then that increasing and becoming a very, very difficult journey for her. So anyway, I want you to hear her story first, so go back and listen to that episode right before for this one but now we're going to be talking with noelle who is lucy's mother and as you all who are mothers know when our children journey through things it's a journey we mothers take as well and it's not the same path because theirs is their own unique path But we come alongside, and because our hearts are so connected, it it is. We have a path that coincides with theirs. It parallels. And so Noelle's going to share with us what that was like for her. You're going to love this. It's going to encourage your mother heart and um, just be encouraged about how the Lord has worked in their lives in this um, diagnosis of anxiety. And we're really even speaking of the bigger, I think we're wrestling with Mm -hmm. that bigger picture of, prayer and God and how prayer impacts. I remember one of the things Lucy saying, Noel, when we talked was that you know I, I'm I was praying, I was asking yeah. God to help me, and um, how all that is how we how we manage that in our minds and our hearts as we're walking through hard things like this. So anyway, uh, Noel, welcome to our thank podcast. You. We're glad you're here. Yeah. So talk to us. Just share with. Just jump in and okay. share with us what this all was like. I think Lucy really. Um, started with the fact that her whole senior year was a little bit train wrecked by COVID as it got towards the end of it. So I think that might've been kind of a stepping on place of her her moving into that difficult season season. that she did. Yeah. So
1: yeah, she, um, so Lucy really um, knew from a a early childhood that she was going to college. Um, That was never a question for her. So senior summer, so the summer leading into her senior year, we started uh, college shopping. We visited uh, one college, and she got very discouraged because Lucy is an immediate person who mm-hmm. thinks you have to find the answer right then. Mm-hmm. So um, was very discouraged that it was not that that college um, viewed another college uh, online. And thought okay we'll visit this one and it turned out to be Lee University. So uh, this was summer of 19 and we decided we would uh, go over there just she and I um, her dad my husband he couldn't go so we stepped onto the campus she immediately thought this is this is about the right size this is where I want to see myself this is this is exactly what I was looking for. It's a mm-hmm. private college, private Christian college mm-hmm. um, that she thought would be uh, okay. So we continued the tour. As we finished the tour, we're going through the chapel, a great beautiful um, campus, um, beautiful nursing, which is what she is uh-huh. uh, going into college for. And we finished the tour and she looked at me and she immediately said, this is where I'm going to school. I love it. She knew Uh God, she told me this is where I'm supposed to be. It's good. And Lucy is very independent at that time, um, very comfortable with that this is exactly what she wanted Mm -hmm. and knew that she prayed about it. We prayed about it. Um, We went home. She talked to her daddy about it. This was it. That had to
0: feel good. At it that. felt great. Because y'all had all prayed, and yeah. you knew you had confidence God would show, and Absolutely. here we had it.
1: Yeah. So we, within the week, yeah, she had already filled out application, um, dorm application, sent in the money. We were done. Wow. So, you know, within like two weeks, she had sent in all of the um, necessary paperwork. And I think within, I, I'm thinking in mid-July, we had our acceptance letter of before we started senior year. Wow. Okay. So we were set. Yep. Senior year starts. COVID hit in what? March of 20. Right. Right. Um, School was out Mm -hmm. March of 2020. Yeah. No senior finishes. None of that. But she persevered. The whole Mm -hmm. senior class finished up. They did great. Um, they did get to have graduation late in the summer Right. so we did finalize that so that we felt like that was kind of the closure mm-hmm. for the senior class mm-hmm. and she was very comfortable with that she you know initially we they all went through this um, shock and, and, and disappointment but right. we, we went through i can remember in the summer midsummer about july when we were doing the graduation party, Mm -hmm. because we had to push that off because of graduation, Mm -hmm. that I can remember vividly telling anybody that would listen to me that Lucy was so ready for college. Mm -hmm. She was going, she had packed, she was, she had bought everything. The dorm was gonna be perfect. The room was gonna be perfect. The college was perfect. She was perfectly ready for yeah. college.
0: So y'all are just looking forward to a very oh, smooth transition. So yep,
1: yep. It was yep. going to be so. Fun. She had a friend. They were going to room yes. together. All this was and, all in place. And the sweetmates. Okay, they had, they had everybody. Sweetmates yeah. that they knew from here. So yeah. the whole, all four of them. Yeah, were going to room together. They had matching everything. <laughs> so we were set. Uh huh. So I just remember approximately two weeks before we left the glow left her face Mm. and her eyes and i just assumed Mm -hmm. it's just the normal yeah reality setting in i'm leaving home yeah it's all good yeah so we just kept going right packed up um pulled out of the driveway went to lee spent the night, the first night, because we had the 8 a.m. move in the next morning. Mm -hmm. So the the morning that we moved in, in the hotel room before we were getting ready to go, I could tell she was not, Mm -hmm. something was wrong. Mm -hmm. Again, Ed and I are both like, oh, she's just so sad. Yeah, Isn't this cute? Yeah. This is, oh, (laughs) she's so sad. She's going to miss us so much. Yeah. Got through that moment. Yeah. Went ahead, checked her in, moved in. The whole time, she was holding back tears, as mm. if she were not going to make it. Mm. And both Ed and I were like just continuing, just yeah. ignoring mm-hmm. the obvious mm-hmm. that this is just homesick.
0: Yeah, just normal. Keep
1: it's going. It's time.
0: It's a hard transition. Right.
1: Yeah, right. yeah. Um. And because I had lived that, I was yeah. a very much a homebody. Yeah. I, when I was young, I was a homesick person. I would not go to camp. Mm. I would mm. not spend the night away. Mm-hmm. But when I went to college, I was ready to go. That's good. I yeah. left. Right. Uh, so I didn't know what she was. I didn't understand the depth.
0: <coughs> Excuse me. You, uh-huh. Thank you
1: <laughs> of her of her feelings. Right. Still thought I was homesick. Right. About two weeks in. It was continuing right and we continued to think homesick right the the calls were three and four times a day the texts were three and four times a day to both of us yeah and if I wouldn't answer she would immediately call
0: dad
1: yeah if dad didn't answer she would immediately call me or text right um and we just continued to think this is simply homesick yeah um and that continued till about so we moved her in august 10th that continued till late august when and she'd already come home once Mm -hmm. and then in early september she came home for the second time Mm -hmm. and the utter sadness Mm. that we both saw in her. Mm. I remember when she went back, I told Ed, my husband and her dad, I said, there's something not right. Mm. This is not just homesick. Yeah, it's deeper. It's much deeper. There's something else Mm -hmm. that is not settled. Right. Because if she were settled, she... I mean, she was already counting the days to when she would be back. Mm, yeah, right. Home. Yeah. There was nothing for her to look forward to going back. Mm. They were in COVID restrictions, of course. Yeah, so that, that had to help. make it
0: hard, right? Yeah.
1: So that was the one of the difficult pieces. They didn't have any social activities. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the masks were on, the temperature checks were on. But she had zero... Um, willingness or want to get out and meet people right and even when she did she would say she would call us and say oh they just don't want to be with me oh and she was making up multiple different scenarios as as to why she didn't have friends wow and so we continued this for a couple of months Mm Mid-October, she came home one weekend for a football game to watch Summit play Mm -hmm. football. Her brother plays football. So she came home, and we were out walking one night, and she was sobbing Hmm. as we were walking. And she kept saying, why in June of 2019 was Lee the place God chose for me? Yeah. And now, less than a year, or a little over a year later, am I miserable yeah. in the place that supposedly God told me this is where I'm supposed to be? That's hard to reconcile, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And so then I said, I don't know. You have to ask him.
0: Yes, good, a- good answer, Mama. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I not know.
1: Right. She says, I am asking, and he's not talking. Right, right.
0: And she didn't mention that it was one of the hardest things. Yeah. Is And it is, isn't it? It's horrible. Like, we've all been in we've that been place there. where you're talking and he's not, and you feel like you're just all alone. And yeah.
1: I I mean, yeah. yeah. We've all been there, and that's yeah. all I could tell her. Right. Was I've been there. Right. Everybody has been there, and you just have to keep talking. Right. But you have to do more than that. You have to listen. Yeah. You just have to sit and be quiet and listen. And that was early October. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had already planned, by this point we had decided not yet that there was any official diagnosis, but we knew that there was something going on. Yeah. Um, so early October, so then she came back one more time in October. Then there were two instances where I had to go to Lee mm-hmm. to just be there with her. Yeah, and, you know, mama's there, right? She calls and mama goes. Yes, so the, the last <laughs> time, I mama, went, does. mama does, yes. So the last, the second and last time that we went was right before fall break, mm-hmm. and last year they didn't do. Um, they, they broke right before Thanksgiving. So they didn't right. go back, didn't after, go back Thanksgiving after Thanksgiving because of COVID. Right. So she had, um, we were two weeks from the semester ending. Right. So it was around November 4th or so. And so I, I went, um, it was a Wednesday night. I got there. We stayed in a hotel Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, trying to square up that she could come home and zoom all of her calls the fall all of her uh, classes the following week Mm -hmm. and then we would decide then what we would do Mm -hmm. we didn't know Mm -hmm. um the plan would be that she would go back or ed and i would go back with her and we would just stay in a hotel room Mm -hmm. just to get her through the semester Mm -hmm. we had one week right one Uh week we had finals and that was it yeah so we talked to um Oh, and that was when I called Terry Uh Froman here at the church, and I just said, I'm here in Lee. It was Thursday morning. She had just left to go back and Uh uh, go to one class, and then she was coming home, and we were going to meet with the um, dean Uh to explain what was going on, Uh and we needed approval. You have to to request approval to go home to do online classes. And so I texted, or called Terry and I said, we're we're here at Lee, we've got to bring Lucy home and they're telling me I have to submit a a request for her to be able to come home. And it's not an immediate approval. You have to be granted approval Mm -hmm. and I need that approval. Mm -hmm. And so Terry immediately said, okay, so, of course, the emails went out across the church, and <laughs> we, we could immediately feel the prayers. Oh,
0: wow. Um,
1: so we went to the first um, meeting within about an hour, and she said, oh, this is no problem. Oh. She said, you just tell them that you have a family emergency,
0: oh. and you're
1: going home okay and you don't you don't ask them for approval you tell them okay that you're going home and that's what we did and
0: it worked out and it worked yes and so
1: we were home the by Friday afternoon that's great with full approval to be home for a week right
0: uh-huh so
1: we, she stayed home the next week mm-hmm. during that week we went and talked with um, her pediatrician mm-hmm. and that is when we determined mm-hmm. that it was a lot more than homesickness right um, her pediatrician has been seeing her since she was since we moved here, mm-hmm. and she was a uh, mm-hmm. eighth grade. Mm-hmm. Um, I can remember specifically her her doctor looking at her and say, "and you were wearing masks right. at the time, so uh-huh. all you could see were your eyes." Uh-huh. And her pediatrician looked at her and then looked at me, and I could tell the concern in her wow. eyes by what she saw. Right, in Lucy.
0: Wow. Now your mama heart must have been uh, just aching during this whole time. Cause here's your daughter, you're so excited about this yeah. next stage of life that she's in. And is she your first one to go off to college? Yes. Okay, so you're mm-hmm. all experiencing this for the yes. first time. And then you're watching your beautiful, bubbly, you know, confident, mm-hmm. beautiful young woman just lose all of that and fold into herself. And she's desperate and you're trying to desperately Mm -hmm. help her.
1: So I can remember she went to school that morning, that Thursday morning. Mm -hmm. I called Terry. Mm -hmm. I told her what was going on. And then I picked up her Bible that she had left on the bed at the hotel room. And I just sat there and and I can remember physically saying out loud cuz I could feel the presence that satan had on her mm. it was so obvious to me that he was controlling her thoughts because I would tell I would say stuff to her and she mm-hmm. would say the complete opposite to me because she her self-esteem her confidence was completely gone. Wow. And so in that moment I just cried out and I said in in your name she is not his child. Right. You are his mm-hmm. and I I have prayed that for my children for years mm-hmm. and I know many moms do that I mean mm-hmm. we do that you know just kind of randomly but when I sat there that that after, that morning and I sobbed for her because there was nothing I could do it's right. not like I can go put a band-aid on her right fix or it I can fix yeah. it there is nothing I could do mm-hmm. um, I knew Satan had a hold of her and that is the most fearful moment I have ever had. I've mm. had them fall and, and break. They've never broken a bone, <laughs> yeah, amazingly. Right. But I've had them fall and crack their head, and oh. I've had a fearful moment like right. that. Right. But when your child is attacked by the enemy, like right, that, there is no greater fear that I've ever experienced. Right. And the hurt, the heartache mm. is is un. It's unmatchable. I've had loss, Mm -hmm. I've had death, I can't even explain the wow. law, the hurt right. of sitting there looking at her right. and not being and able to not being able to yeah. do anything about
0: it. And seeing that it's bigger than you yes. and knowing. But it sounds yeah. like when you were praying, you took her Bible and you were praying, you were just declaring what was so. Uh-huh. You were just saying this is Absolutely. what is so. And by staking that claim you were doing as as you were saying that, I was thinking about Ephesians chapter six that talks about the armor, of mm-hmm. course, that we put on. Yes. But then the actual warfare is prayer, to pray in all occasions, and then to stand firm. And I had a friend that um, was explaining to me that the audience that um, Paul would have known and been writing to would have understood that term stand firm meant with your foot on the neck of the enemy in complete and total victory. Uh-huh. And I was like, Oh, that's way better. Yeah. Cause I think a standing firm is just hold my ground and don't uh-huh. get pushed over yeah. because I'm battling with yeah. it. And that's what we feel like. Uh-huh. But what the point she was making was, um, that when we are standing firm, we're not standing against a foe that we cannot defeat. We're standing on, on the neck in a victorious posture over a foe that we can defeat, and so when you were doing that, even mm-hmm. if you didn't feel it,
1: no, I didn't. Feel
0: you it were staking what was rightful claim to what God had done. And mamas that are listening to us, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking about how we, as um, mothers, who have reared our children in the fear and admonition of the Lord, yeah. we've reared them in church, we've created atmosphere for them to grow. I mean, your daughter, praise God, was never at a place where she went away from God she was just trying to press in and and the devil had created such a Mm -hmm. veil that it was suffocating her it was squeezing her and she wasn't able to sense God's presence which we know was there along but there was that divide and you could sense it so mamas I'm telling you when we have reared our children we've dedicated them to the Lord we've given them over and if the enemy seems to have the upper hand Mm -hmm. in their lives all we have to do is agree with what God says, uh-huh. and you know God's word is so full of so many great things oh. He says about our kids, doesn't He? Oh, I mean, for mamas,
1: just, if we would just, <laughs> you know, it's amazing because I, I, there were moments when she would ask me stuff, and I would, yeah. I would just kind of go, I don't know, uh, at the moment because right. you're in such, you're in such. What do I say? What do I say? But now I go, honey, just open any page of scripture (laughs) Uh, and read it because God loves you. Yeah. There is not one page of scripture that you won't find how much he loves you. Oh, that's good. And he, she found that so it wasn't that moment. I'm right. telling you it took months and it's still taking months. Yeah. I'm, I'm not about to say that we're right. out of the woods. Right. Um, it's it's a battle. It it I don't think I pray that we will come out of it. Um the, on the other side of it yeah. and be done with yes. the medication. Yeah. Um, she is on medication. And, right. you know, I think she mentioned to you that uh-huh. she's, that was a very hard pill right. to swallow. To right. Swallow. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not just physically swallow, but, you yeah. know, emotionally. She didn't mm-hmm. want to be that person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can tell you, we didn't want to be those people.
0: No, right.
1: Because we, my husband and I, we. Mm we don't want to be the ones Mm -hmm. that have our children on medication and Mm -hmm. and we don't want to have to say they're medicated. Right. But she needed that.
0: Yeah. And it it has been helpful to her.
1: It has so given her the chance to see reality.
0: Oh, which is what you want. And you know, here's the thing. If, if, I don't know why we'll go to the doctor for anything, anything else. except for something that's affecting us emotionally and, and we assume spiritually and yep. it was affecting her spiritually because our emotions are spirit. But in these, in these earthen bodies that we have, mm. We are very connected to the chemicals that we put into our bodies, the chemicals we don't even put in our bodies just by walking around around in the world. And those things have an impact on every part of us, not just the physical part of us, but also the emotional Mm -hmm. and the um, and all of that. And so if there is an imbalance and I, we were actually, I'll tell our folks that are listening to us on podcast that, um, Noelle and I were actually talking prior to this about how hard it is to give your children a medication <laughs> for something going on in their head, yes. you know, cause we think, well, God's supposed to take care of the head yeah. stuff and we, the doctors need to stay out of that place, <laughs> but they are. Yeah. I'm just believing. Yeah. That while we're walking around in this world, there's some broken things. That God, praise God, He's given medical professionals, the ability, researchers, and all that, mm-hmm. to help us with. And I jokingly said that to Noel that if there was a pill for kindness, I could take every morning, I would pop that pill. I might hate it. <laughs> And, you know, if you just call it a vitamin, it suddenly takes away the stigma of it, you know. But I do believe that um, God does not mean for us to, uh, like... Trust in the medical field for everything else except for this. mm. Like we've got to, if we're going to, we can integrate that, you know, and of course God can heal us apart from all of that.
1: Well, and that's what, you know, and and I think I I appreciate you for saying that because we have said all along with Lucy, and Lucy has said this too, Mm -hmm. her doctors have said it too. This is a temporary fix. Mm, Her Her permanent fix is her therapist okay. that she is seeing, right? Which will give her um, coping mechanisms
0: That's good. that
1: help her deal with when she gets anxious or when she gets sad or when right. she's hearing things that are voices not true. that are not so right. Those she will begin to develop coping mechanisms right. that she will she will grow and understand how to better manage that. Yeah. Apart from medication. Yeah. But until she's uh, mature enough in this, this new disorder, this right. new situation she's in, she needs something to help her get to that level yeah. and, and that maturity in her diagnosis. That's good. And so that's it's exactly a little bit of a, where
0: mm. she is. Well, do you think that going off to school and losing community with friends, um, that that might have... As- I, I, exacerbated that like that yes. might have triggered this yes. and then as she reconnects with new mm-hmm. community and develops that that also will yes. help her
1: um I, you forward. know i said um ed and i talked about this multiple times after all of this happened we look back now and we had always called lucy an introvert mm-hmm. just a quiet mm-hmm. kind of self-centered um she always liked quantitative Quality over quantity Uh when it came to friendships, Uh that Uh was just who she is. Uh Then we also look back and we start kind of looking at the way she did things and the way she managed her days and, Mm -hmm. you know, just multiple things. Mm -hmm. And now that we know more about the whole anxiety and and some of the situations she's going through,
0: Uh
1: it completely makes sense. Right. This wasn't something that started all of a sudden. Right. It's something who who she is. Yeah. And it's okay. Right. We just didn't know about yeah. it. As a mama, yeah. I didn't know that that these things were part right. of. And it, and then because of COVID, because they yeah. get shut down and her personality means she needs to be around people. Yes. And she needs to feel loved and feel uh-huh. connected. Uh-huh. And then when COVID comes in and she's not feeling that. Yeah. Then. Right. All of a sudden it rears its head. And then you
0: go off into an unknown world. And then you get sent off to college. Yeah, where you don't know the people that are there. You know, it's an interesting thing because I think that it's a misnomer. Sometimes people think that because they're introverted, they don't need people, but that is not the case, is it? Right.
1: I read a book, and I wish I knew the name of it. I did read because that was the one thing that I kept toying with.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: but And that is the complete opposite. Okay. Complete opposite yeah. is that they say, you know, that we all think, oh, an introvert it should sit alone over here by themselves. Right. And that is not what an introvert is. Mm-hmm. An introvert, yes, they probably don't want to be in a big crowd, mm-hmm. but they do want to be with a person yeah. or with a group of people. Yeah. But y- you, we all take that that introvert or extrovert right? and we have come up with our own... Yeah, definitions, and it's just not correct, right? Because we've put our own definitions on it, right? But the the book that I, went, I read when she started this, okay, I, again, yeah. I immediately went to, oh, it's just introvert extrovert, right, right, and so I bought off of Amazon, yeah, the first book that popped up <laughs> was this book,
0: uh-huh. and
1: it, it was a great book, yeah. And I'm sorry, I don't know the name. Well, of it. Well, you
0: can look it up, and we'll and add it, it to it. the okay. to it's the a show great notes, book, yeah.
1: But um that's where i went because again this was back in september when i thought oh it's the introvert and you're
0: just trying to learn and And you know what's funny mama 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 Mm -hmm. noel is you do the same thing that i do when my children are going through something i go and i start researching like a mad woman to try to find out what i can find out to how it's going on in their world so i commend that but that is so true and i think about um The way God made all of us to need connection with each other. And it's because he made us to connect with himself and with everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And so, goodness, and we live in such a broken world where, um, you know, obviously the prince of this present darkness, Satan mm-hmm. himself, has created havoc to destroy those connections all the time. Yep. And he finds vulnerable children who've been prayed over, because who else would he want to make a wreck of than the children of mm-hmm. godly people? Because then he can say, ah, oh, oh, you know, look, look what, what this is. Mm-hmm. And now that, he wrecks your faith and everybody else's. So as y'all were able... To and Lucy was willing, even though I'll, albeit hard for everybody, she was willing to go and get the help that yes. she needed mm-hmm. through the group therapy and then the one on one with the counselor. And she told us how God just opened the door for the counselor that didn't oh, have openings and yeah. then no
1: openings. did. Yeah.
0: yeah, and then she also shared that really sweet story about hearing God's voice oh, very specifically, and you. that had to mean a lot, especially here in Utah. I can see how you were like you just press into God. You'll hear Him. You'll hear Him, and God did mm-hmm. reveal Himself to her, but, and that you know, opened it up. And I it thought up. it
1: was so special um, that He didn't answer her right away. Yeah, and you know that's the that's yeah. the, the the that's the reality. Yeah, God is not on my time. Yeah, and children and adults, He's not on my time. And she wanted that that answer yesterday
0: oh yeah I would do yesterday
1: <laughs> right and so that was it we had that talk in september and then she went to honduras in december okay and yeah he didn't he still still has not answered the one question that mm-hmm. she wanted answered okay but he has answered her just to say i've been here all along yeah I'm I'm here. That's good. Listen, right, and, and the the way he talked to her was was so special because Honduras is her place. Yes, Honduras is where she hears him so clearly. That's
0: good. And
1: so for her, for him to say, Yeah, I'm going to take you all the way to Honduras, mm. and then you're going to hear me. Yeah. And it's going to be over something silly. Right. Not silly. Simple. 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 Mm -hmm. Because that's how how simple it is to hear me Mm -hmm. if you'll just stop and listen.
0: Yeah, I think sometimes we're asking God, and the reason he doesn't answer the question we're asking is because he has a different agenda. Like he, a lot of times when I'm asking God, a lot of times it's very, like, a kid, you know, arguing with, you know, how your children uh-huh. say, why? Well, you don't want to answer them because you know, they just want to argue. Yes. And so you just say, I, because I said so. Yes, they, right. they hate that. <laughs> I hated it when I, I was a kid. But instead of the Lord, he won't say, I said so. He'll just say something totally uh-huh. different. You know, well, look at this. And when he does that, it lets you know he's there. He's there. He loves you. Mm-hmm. He's attentive. But he's not answering that question because he probably just wants you to understand he's there. He Loves yeah. you. He's attentive. And that's how I I know that when I went through a season with one of my children, um, God gave me his word. He gave me um Zephaniah three seventeen. Uh, you know, he is a God who is mighty to save. I will take great delight and rejoice over her with singing and it was such a good word but i would press into god with every little circumstance and situation and development that would happen and i i would be like tell me tell me Uh just tell me what and he'd always go back to i am mighty to save you know and it would always be that one thing but now that that season is past, Uh and i have gotten to the other side I'm like, you were exactly all along what you were saying. And all he wanted me to do, I think when we don't hear his voice, what is the song says, when you can't trace his hand, trust his heart. Oh. He wants us to be okay with not knowing. With not knowing. And he really is telling us, we just mm-hmm. don't get the details. But he's and so he just wants us to nestle into him. And, and trust him and I think there's an element like Lucy has to learn to trust him uh, but you're trusting is trust him is trusting with her uh-huh. like that's a whole nother level of
1: well, trusting him I think that is a perfect lead okay <laughs> so that before she went back so Sunday I think it was a Sunday okay um, November 9th um, before she was going back to school for that last week. Mm-hmm. Before of oh, finals. Mm-hmm. Um, she had decided, yes, I'm going to go back. I'm going to do this on my own. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got five days. Mm-hmm. I can do this. Mm-hmm. So, okay. You're going to drive off tomorrow morning. We were mm-hmm. sitting together. You're going to drive off tomorrow morning. You're going to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got five days. I mean, that's how we were walking through right. this.
0: One minute at Are a time. We
1: sure? Are we okay? Because if not, I need to make a couple of plans and then I'll just drive with you. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's how we I, Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I sat there and I'm still not convinced that this is going to work. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, I'm like, mm. right. now, I'm not quite <laughs> sure. Uh-huh. And I sat there and praying and just talking and listening. And I, I stood up off of my bed. I had, was sitting on the bed I stood up and he clear as I am talking to you right now it's not audible right I'm telling you he I've not heard him audible I wish I could right but he said to me do you trust me oh that's good and when I say I got chills I'm giving chills I'm right now telling you I just went yes that's good. And from that moment on. That's good. I knew he had her. Yeah. I knew. That's good. Satan had no hold on my baby. That's good. Do you trust me? Right. And like you said, I would go, but wait a minute. Can yeah. she get in the car tomorrow morning right. and go back to school for five days? And he would say to me again, do you, do you trust, trust me? me? And I would That's go, good. yes, I do.
0: That's so good. Because
1: that's what he says to us. Yeah. All I want you to do is trust me. Yeah. I've got her. Yeah. I've got you. I've got your other kids that you're going to have to send off to college in a couple <laughs> of years.
0: Right.
1: You, I, do you trust me? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm t- I, I have not left that mm. since this started.
0: That's beautiful.
1: And I won't. I, I'm, I mm. cannot. I can't. Yeah. And she knows it because I told her. I, yeah. I I said, I may I may hurt for you. I may cry for you. I, I will do whatever I can for you, but I have no doubt mm-hmm. that you're not going to get through this. That's good. There because you go. Because he's already told me. Right. He just told me. Right. I don't know right. how you're going to get through it because you won't it. tell me that yet, <laughs> but I know. Don't
0: know how and you don't know when, yeah, no. but that doesn't matter doesn't because matter. you know who, right? It you don't matter. know how, you don't know when, but you know no. who. Absolutely. I think about, um, and I wrote this in my book, Spiritual Warfare for Your Family. There's an African saying that says, eyes on the side born to hide, eyes in the front born to hunt. And if you think about animals, those who have eyes on the side are pretty much running from the hunters. Those who have eyes in the front are the ones pursuing those animals. And... Uh, I was thinking about that, and I thought, we have eyes fixed on Jesus. Our eyes are in the mm-hmm. front, and if we fix them on Jesus, and I think about a racehorse who actually does kind of have yeah. eyes on the side, but he puts the blinders, blinders on. on to make him see only what's in mm-hmm. front. And I believe that in spiritual warfare, uh-huh. we're intended to win. We are the hunters, not the hiders. And when we're looking all around and worrying about the details, Everything. That's the eyes on the side, and then we get overwhelmed and scared. But if we keep our eyes with the blinders on, focused on, do you trust me? Yeah. Then we're going to run that race well, mm-hmm. and I think that's what we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how was it this year when you sent her off to school for the second year?
1: It was a one eighty.
0: Oh, she is I love it.
1: Um, living the typical college life okay. that you, that any mom would love, right? To say their child is living. Yeah, um, she is in a sorority. Yeah, she has her group of people. I love it. She is surrounded by a great group of Christian friends. Amen. Um, getting involved in a a a um, church. School is going well. Yes, they are. Masks only right now. Okay. But, but at least they are doing social events and all right. of that. So hopefully that. And their numbers are going good. down too. So good. I was, I was good, beginning good. to clear out of Cleveland. Good.
0: Praise but, God. Praise God. <laughs> but,
1: you know, and I won't say that, you, and I hope she doesn't mind, but yeah. she called me just the other day uh-huh. and said, I'm having a moment. Yeah. And I said, What are you doing? Yeah, and she went through her coping, and I said, Uh "That's exactly what you're supposed to do." That's good. And but I have to say to her, "This is normal." Yeah, this is you you know, I mean, just I have these moments. Yeah, you have moments where you're just like, "I'm done." Right, I'm tired. I just need a a day for myself, right? a, A moment. Um. And, but for someone like this, like Lucy, Mm -hmm. who has the tendency to really just kind of lose control Mm -hmm. mentally, Mm -hmm. she just sat down. Mm -hmm. And that's the, when I said, she has to learn to cope. Right. She was coping. Good for her. And I, and I told her, I said, this is, this is part of life now. Yeah, you know it's going to get easier. Sure, it's going to get a lot better Well, it's like
0: anything. You discipline, you learn, and you yes. exercise the skills, and yeah. they'll become more readily. Routine. Yeah,
1: and you won't let Available. yourself get into those ex- those right. moments because I said, "What areas. happened in the last couple of days? Well, I've done this, this. She's yeah. been up, you know. It's been sorority rush, and yeah, blah, blah, blah,
0: blah. a lot of things, and
1: she's tired. Yeah, and I said, Well, maybe, maybe, yeah, you need to take a day.' And 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 so that's what, what she did. And, you know, so it's. It's encouraging, Mm -hmm. but it's also scary for the mama Uh because I can, I will, you know, last year, every Mm. time the phone rang, or the text came across, it was, it was a problem. Wow. And so it's taken a long time for me to get comfortable that when the phone rings now, she's okay.
0: She's okay. She's
1: really okay.
0: (laughs) Praise God for that. Praise (laughs) God.
1: And so she's doing amazing. She's coming home for the first time this weekend. Oh, good. So
0: she's been gone a month.
1: A month. Okay. She's been gone a month. That's good. She's been like, I'm, i'm
0: fine oh i love so that. It's good. thank you lord thank well you, lord. and that is a good thing considering like and i don't know you know some of us have um turnarounds with our kids that can happen in a year's time yeah. some it may take some eight may years take <laughs> and some even longer yes. but one thing i think like the most powerful thing noel i think i heard you say in this whole thing was god's question to you was do you trust me mm-hmm. And so to our mamas that are listening, I think that's his question to all of us. Do you trust me? And God has, he does, he has so many promises in his word. And if you'll get in the word Mm -hmm. and be in it on a regular basis and ask him to give you a word from his word. I love that. I mean, God can give us a phrase, you know, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. But when he gives us a specific verse that's been written in the ancient of oh, days and passed all the way down through us, I mean, you can hang on to that because it's a solid mm-hmm. word. And, you know, some of them, I'm actually looking here at one of the prayer clinic cards and it'll have some great verses. So I'm going to give y'all a couple of for instances that could work. Um let's see. Um, uh, Even the captives of a mighty man will be taken, and the prey of a tyrant will be delivered. But I will contend with the one who contends with you, and I will save your children. Isn't that a good word? That's Isaiah 49, 25. Um, Let's see. I'm, I'm watching over my children from the moment of their conception. I know, Lord, you will sustain them. You made them, and you will carry them. You alone will rescue them. Isaiah 46, 3 and 4. And then, um, is not my word like fire, declares the Lord, and like a hammer that breaks a rock in pieces. That's Jeremiah 23, 29. And God's word, when we apply it to our circumstances with our children, it is like a hammer. When we went through eight years of our ordeal mm-hmm. with a child... Um, This was one of Tom's, my husband's favorite verses because he said, while we're praying God's word, it is like a hammer. It just continually hits on that rock. And one day it's going to break through. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly how God will use his word. I will make an everlasting covenant with them. I will never stop doing good to them. And I will inspire them to fear me so that they will never turn away from me. Mm -hmm. Jeremiah 32, 40. The glory. Okay, guys. Now we'll we'll end with this one. It's a good one. (laughs) This is how... Haggai 2, 9. And I'll never forget, I, Who who is familiar with Haggai? Haggai. Not many of <laughs> us, you know. And um, when I, we went through a crisis as a family, I have two daughters and a son, in my and uh, the first daughter was in the crisis. The second daughter was in the Word. And she came home. She knew that I declare post-it note warfare in my house at certain seasons. And this is where you take the Word of God, you write it on a post-it note. It's real... Complicated. <laughs> and you post it in your house where I you will see it. Yes. And so I was doing posting up warfare. Well, she came downstairs and she goes, Mama, I have found a word and I don't know how on earth God would ever bring it about, but it's a good word.
1: Okay. And it was this
0: word Haggai 2 9. The glory of this present house will be greater than the glory of the former house, says the Lord Almighty. And in this place I will grant peace declares the Lord
1: Almighty. Oh, I love it.
0: That's a great word. And so, honey, we put that on a Post-it note, threw it out there on the wall. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Maybe some of us need poster warfare. I love it. But listen to me, and we know this. Noelle and I are living it. Noelle's just shared her story with it. God is faithful. Mm -hmm. He loves us more than we can possibly imagine. And he will keep his word. He will keep his word. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pray for us. Father, I just thank you. I thank you for Noel and Lucy being so vulnerable and transparent willing to share with us this story. Lord, we know that there are people listening to us right now who are struggling with um, mental health issues. There's so many kinds. Anxiety, depression, um, even on the opposite side of uh, insomnia. So many different things, chemical imbalances that can really make life extremely difficult. Lord, I pray that you would just Release your children from the stigma so that they can get the wonderful and beautiful and God-ordained help that that you have provided our medical um, professionals. Lord, I I pray that people would get help just because they've heard this story, that this story will resonate to other moms, other daughters, sons that are going through difficult times. I know it's made such an impact on my own life as I think about the struggles and how, Lord, we recognize that you don't mean for everything to be so hard all the time. (laughs) But Lord, we do know that when it is hard, you are right there with us every step of the way. And God, we just do profess to you that we do trust you. We trust you, Lord. We trust you with our own lives. And God, but even more than that, we as mothers, we trust you with these beautiful children that you trusted to us. And we recognize that you love them more than we ever possibly could. And so, Father, we just give them to you, and we invite you to um, do for them what we cannot, be with them when we cannot, and accomplish the good work in and through them that you have promised that you would do, the work that you said you would continue and you would complete, and we're grateful for that, in Jesus' name, amen. 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 Well, thank you. Thank you for listening to our interview with Noelle Hall and her daughter, Lucy. I hope that you've enjoyed this week's episodes um, and that you've learned that we're all in this thing together. There's not a one of us who doesn't deal with anxiety, with uh, bouts of depression, with um, times and seasons in our lives when we feel incredibly distant from the God that we know loves us. I just want to encourage you that if you get stuck, if your homesickness becomes chronic, if your depression becomes debilitating, if the anxiety is out of control, don't just suffer through that. And please don't allow your faith to hinder you from getting good help. Reach out to um, your doctor. Reach out to uh, Christian um uh, um, counselors and get the help that God has allowed us to have through the wisdom and the knowledge and the advancement of our medical and our mental health community. I want to mention to you that I have added the link to the book that Noel mentioned. Um, the let's see, what was it? The Powerful Purpose of Introverts by Holly Girth. And there's a link to that book on the show notes. I've also included in the show notes for uh, today's episode, um, a link to a blog post that I wrote, which is titled A Dozen Truths to Cling to in the Dark. These are two great resources that you might um, enjoy as part of the conversation that we had today. Thank you again for listening. Please don't forget to subscribe to our podcast if you haven't already. Also, please share these podcasts with your friends. Post on social media. Um, If you are enjoying them, please share our podcast so that we can uh, get our message out to an even broader audience. I also want to um, let you know that next week's episode is going to be an interview that I got to have with Scarlett Hiltipidall, who is the author of a brand new Bible study Lifeway has just published called Anxious. So you don't want to miss next week's episode. Um, Keep on praying, my praying people, and let's just be the light in this dark world that God wants us to be.